Welcome, and thanks for stopping by. You're listening to Take the Reins, a weekly personal growth podcast for horse owners. If you're invested in becoming the best version of yourself in all your relationships, both human and equine, this is the spot for you. Through our conversations, you will learn how to become a stronger communicator, leader, and deepen the connection you crave both in and out of the arena. Horses have an awful lot to teach us, yet very little of it actually has to do with horses. They reflect back to you who you are emotionally, physically, and energetically. They are a mirror to your soul, and it is time to take an honest look at who you are and who you want to become. I can't wait to connect with you, so here we go. Hello friends, welcome to episode 73 of Take the Reins, the personal growth podcast that bridges the gap between our development as an equestrian and our personal development. I'm your host, Nikki Porter. Last week, I shared an intro to our first resource that we're diving deeper into on our ride to learn more about ourselves and our mind. Cleaning Up Your Mental Mess by Dr. Caroline Leaf. This book is a great resource and I'll be returning back to it over the next month or two within this podcast. Today, however, I wanted to bring your attention inside your body and life by doing a pressure audit. I learned of the pressure audit from my mentor and friend Beth at the Circle Up Experience. If you haven't heard our interview from season two, make sure that you circle back to it. (laughs) No pun intended there. It's episode 41, and fun fact, it just won second place in the podcasting category at the American Horse Publications Award. So I promise that it is worth a listen. Go back and listen to the Awareness Channels episode that was season two, episode 41. Back to the task at hand today. Before we begin discussing the pressure audit and using it to help bring your daily pressures into your awareness so you can consciously shape your life and how you are responding to it, let's recap on the four awareness channels that Beth and I speak about in that interview I just referred to. Remember, tuning into these four channels not only helps you navigate daily situations and slows you down to respond versus react, Being aware of the four channels of awareness is exactly how your horse expects and needs you to show up. So the four channels of awareness are, one, what is happening inside me? Two, what is happening with you? Three, what is happening between us? And four, what is happening in our environment? Today, we're going to attend to one element of channel one, and that's pressure. Self-leadership and equine leadership begins internally and is directly dependent on your awareness of your emotions, thoughts, physical sensations, and actions, and the pressure you feel and experiences influences each of these. Okay, so I have a little task for you. I want you to listen as I say the word pressure. I want you to bring your awareness to where and how the word feels for you. When you think of the word pressure, in your own mind, does it elicit positive or negative emotions? And where do you feel those emotions in your body? 
So I'm going to give you a little bit of space and time to do that. So the word is pressure. Sit with it for a second. Feel the emotion. Feel where it is in your body. I'll give you some time. So the next thing I want you to ask yourself is why? Why does the word pressure make you feel what you feel, whether that be good or bad? No right or wrong answer here. All right, I'm going to move on here, but I want you to take those questions with you after listening to this interview and reflect on them and see how they influence your words and your actions when you feel pressure in your life. Does it cause you to shut down? Does it motivate you to try harder? Does it cause you to look for a fight? I want you to dig deep here. The next important question to answer, now don't worry, this one's for me to answer, is what is pressure? To answer this, I'm going to read the definition I was given in Natural Leadership School with Beth at the Circle Up Experience. This explanation is brilliant and will ensure that we're all on the same page here. The phenomenon of pressure is one that's often misunderstood. By the time humans are talking about the sensation of pressure, we're often already flooded. So when we use the word pressure, we are actually talking about overwhelm, when our mammal organism, the human body, is already overheating. Pressure exists on a continuum and is an internal and environmental phenomenon of energy in which human mammals lack fluency. Our world of thought and language gets in the way of consistently tuning into our senses and becoming experts at how to work with things like pressure so that we can better lead our lives moment to moment, day to day, and relationship to relationship. The topic at hand is not about too much pressure, but is instead beginning to understand pressure as a primary source of information and to adapt practices, behaviors, and ways of living a more aware and present life. When we are working and living with others, humans and other animals, fine-tuning our awareness to pressure allows us to adjust and adapt as needed, which reduces stress and conflict and builds trust. I love that definition of pressure from Beth because I resonate with the fact that we only talk about pressure or tune into our pressure when it's become overwhelming and it's too big for us and it's really become a pain point. So the whole purpose of this conversation around pressure is that when we tune in to pressure sooner and we start to recognize what it feels like in our body sooner and that we need to attend to it sooner, then we're able to do that and create more ease in our lives, but it also tunes us in to the amount of pressure that we're applying to our horses in our daily lives, when we're riding them, whatever it might be. And we can start to see it sooner and we can start to see when it starts to affect them sooner. So we can see our influence over not only our horses, but the environment around us all before we would have in the past, before something turns into a blow up or the pressure is too high and creates overwhelm in ourselves or others. Now, our horses are incredible teachers when it comes to tuning into pressure because their attunement to it is how they feel their way through life. Pressure is not good or bad to them, 
You have the same capacity to feel pressure the way that other animals do when you are capable of dropping out of your head and into your body. It's not that you are out of tune with pressure altogether. I'm sure that you can agree that you feel immense pressure at times, but it's that your own thinking and judgment dull and numb your sensing system, which results in you not attending to pressure until it is often overwhelming and painful. It's important as we discuss pressure that we acknowledge that pressure is both natural and necessary in life. Pressure is needed for positive forward motion as much in our life as it is for our horses. It is when the pressure gets ignored or shifts in the system get missed when more pressure is applied that becomes a problem. We cannot avoid pressure, both having it applied to us in life and us applying it to our horses. So it's vital that we tune into it so that we can teach ourselves and our horses how to think through it. All right, let's get back to you. I want you to picture a numeric scale from zero to 10 in your head. Zero being no pressure at all and 10 being a numbing pressure. I'll go through the scale by each number so that you can get a sense of the advancement of the pressure on the scale. Just as was our incredible pressure definition, this scale was created by the Circle Up Experience. So we established that zero is no pressure. Remember that no pressure is as much a negative as a numbing pressure. So remember, no pressure equals no forward momentum. Uh, so keep that in mind as you're going uh, through the next step of this process. All right, so zero, no pressure. One, a low hum. Two, creates energy. Three, motivates movement. Four, sustains action. Five, eh, creates a little bit of urgency. Six, is holding tension. Seven, feelings of overwhelm, eight, feeling flooded, nine, pain and stress, and then as we spoke about, 10 is numb. So the pain or pressure has become so much so it's moved past overwhelm and being flooded and pain and stress, and it's now into a space of just numbing out. So now that you have an idea of what each number means, Quickly pick a number that you think suits the amount of pressure you feel daily at this exact time in your life. Remembering this changes frequently, or at least it potentially potentially does. I know a lot of you live in high pressure all of the time. Next, we're going to do a condensed pressure audit due to the fact that you likely are doing something right now while listening and can't just go and sit and write out your answers to too many questions. This is just an introduction to the full audit created by the Circle Up Experience in which Beth asks you a series of questions per category rather than just one as I will be doing for the purpose of this podcast. With the pressure scale in mind, again, zero is none, 10 is numb, Rate the amount of pressure you're currently feeling for each of the following categories. First, the mind. Are your thoughts negative, critical, or worried? Now you're going to find a number that you feel best suits your amount of pressure in the mind from 0 to 10, remembering that 4 is sustains action, 
Five is where we get into a little bit of urgency. Seven is where we get into overwhelm. Eight is where we're flooded. And 10, we are numbing. Next category, the heart. Are you carrying around hurt, emotional pain, anger, or grief? Give yourself a second, find your number zero to 10. Next category, the spirit. Are you feeling meaning and purpose in your days? Okay, rate accordingly. Next category, basic needs. Are your mental, emotional, and physical needs being met? Okay, now that you've found your number. Lastly, relational needs. Is there balance between your needs being met and the needs of others that you're in relationship with? So hopefully all of those don't have like an 8 to 10 range. And you can really zone in on one specific category that has a higher pressure in it than others. I want you to really look at that place where you have the highest scored pressure to see where you need to intentionally release some pressure to increase your self-care and create more ease for yourself and those around you. Before we finish off, I just want to talk about the effect of the pressure that we feel daily on our relationship with our horses. Oftentimes when I'm doing this work with people, they tell me that they function on a daily basis somewhere between a seven and a nine. And that is incredibly high pressure. Now I want you to think about how incredibly sensitive our horses are. And so when we go to the barn feeling that amount of pressure without having done the work to release the pressure and just using the barn as the actual release, you can just imagine what our horse feels as we approach them and go to work with them. So it's like if you can picture picking up your whip and understanding that your tools, whether that be your whip, your hands, your lead rope, your eyes, all of the tools that you use in order to communicate with your horse, that might be your spurs, your tack, your bit, whatever it might be, all of those things add to pressure. But oftentimes we feel like we don't bring any pressure to the relationship until we pick up a tool and we ask for forward momentum. We need to start to realize that we are bringing pressure to that relationship. We are asking for forward movement. We are creating forward movement and momentum with whatever internal pressure we're bringing to the relationship. Now, if that is a quiet energy that just is like a calm moving energy, then maybe your horse can navigate their way through it. But if you have a very tense and emotional pressure that's building up on the inside that you haven't released before you go to the barn, then you might be able to see that the things you thought happened out of nowhere could actually not only be a result of trigger stacking based on things that your horse has felt or seen outside of you, but that you're also a contributing factor. So I think that it's really important for us to reflect here on how our horses are so tuned into pressure. And when we tune ourselves into pressure, we can begin to acknowledge how much pressure am I taking to them before I 
ever put my hands on their lead rope? How much pressure are they going to feel from me as soon as I step through that door? And am I capable of attending to my own pressure in order to make sure that I'm applying fair pressure to them, that I'm not you know, coming into this relationship with this immense amount of pressure internally that comes out externally and creates um, creates problems within a relationship that we're just unable to communicate through due to immense amounts of pressure and just a disconnect between our own understanding and our own ability to tune in and attend to our own pressure. Okay, I hope this was helpful. I love this topic. I think it is not spoken about enough. And I think that it is absolutely vital as equestrians for us to understand more about how pressure affects us, how we communicate, and how it also affects our relationship with our horse. All right. Thank you for tuning in. And I will speak to you next week on the Take the Reins podcast. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for choosing to spend your time with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please leave a review and share it with your friends. To learn more about me and what else I have on the go, skip on over to NikkiPorter.ca. Thanks again for listening, and we'll connect again next week. Until then, remember, you have the power to take the reins and live the life you've always wanted. You just have to step into the arena with an open heart and an open mind.